This is JFM Podcast. morning to you then thank you so much for choosing j101.9 fm you're on to the show let's talk it is a brand new month the first day in the month of june 2023 three days since uh, the president has hit the ground running and the big question is is there a track line on that um, way that we are running well it's still another day to talk about the most biting issue in the country right now which is the statement in which he made on monday that is still causing a lot of effect till today and just yesterday uh, the federal government and the labor union met and that meeting landed or actually ended in a deadlock and right now the cost of petrol pms is around 550 naira per liter nigerians are feeling the brunt of this well welcome my name is abigail sim and today we'll try to give you an understanding of what um, the removal of subsidy is all about and how best um, this um, issue can be cushioned for every Nigerian. Welcome, my name is Abigail Siman. I'm not alone. I'm joined by Emikai Misi. Emikai, lovely morning. To Good morning, Abigail. Good morning to our listener. It's a beautiful day, third day of the presidency you know, day in office. Um, day one, the official day one um, queues at a fuel station, day two, more queues, day three. Um, the valuation of the Naira, I don't know what day four would bring, but like they say, sometimes you have to go through fire to be refined. But this is our fire for the everyday Nigerian that has been going through fire for the past eight years. I don't know how hot, how hot it can get, but it's good to be here. We're hoping that decisions made, no matter how tough they are, will see us, you know, become better at the end of the tunnel. We hope that, you know, all of this hardship, as it were, and do not end with more hardship for us. Remember the Naira scarcity. We all thought it was going to curb, so they said, it was going to curb vote buying. Well, vote wasted, but those however. that won, however, those mm. that what will happen happened. So here we are. Um, we are hoping again. I say this with a sense of hope and optimism that Nigeria gets better. That the president and his team, which he hasn't always constructed yet, whoever they will be in the future, make the right decisions for us. So they also consider us as people in doing the things they do. They understand that in making decisions as drastic as this ones, that the ripple effect would need to be somewhat buffered with some form of policies and you know things in place. But from what we are seeing right now. It is what it is. We can only but hope and expect that these decisions are for the best. Good morning, people. And good morning. One of the stories, and we would still be trying as much as possible to break that down for Nigerians to understand. TBN devalues Naira to 631 Naira per 
dollar. Um, the devaluation came 48 hours after President Bola Ahmed Tinubu announced the plans of the federal government to unify the country's exchange rate to stimulate the economy. Um, details will be brought to you shortly on how that, um, but we have someone who would give us so expansion on that and give us um, what that means for the country's economy as our national um, Niger's tax to GDP rate is about 10.86% as of today. We'll be looking at that and this morning we're joined by Mr. Emmanuel Dain Shaibo who is, um, I want to actually put it aka the Millennium Entrepreneur. Lovely morning to you. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Abigail Seaman. Good morning, Emeka. And good morning. good morning, Plateau people. It's a pleasure to be here once again. It's good to have you. So before we talk about the ripple effect and how to cushion it and how what Nigerians can do to survive um, in this whole artificial scarcity and also the increased price of PMS, let's talk about um, the CBN devaluing of the Naira from 640. 631 naira to a dollar. What does this mean for our economy? Thank you very much. Um, let me first of all say that in any position you occupy in in life, mm -hmm. there are some positions, there are some decisions you cannot take until you are actually on the driver's seat of the matter. Be president, being governor, being central bank governor, and stuff like that. So this devaluation of naira has been long coming between the central bank because we have had multiple exchange rates. Uh, the official rates, even the rate at which the budget was predicated upon yes. was 400 and something. Meanwhile, I bought a dollar yesterday, 762. Oh, yes, it's good. Just, some some are 717 something. Yes, I bought yesterday 762. And now, what CBN should be doing as part of devaluing the Naira is not just to increase the naira rate against the dollar there are other you know intricacies involved in terms of the acceptability of the dollar in our own economy mm. now you cannot walk to a, sh a, a shop in nigeria and you want to pay with dollar and it will be accepted Dead. it yeah. is wrong mm. because our primary currency is the naira mm. and it is to the extent of which we use it that makes it valuable mm -hmm. so we cannot promote the primary currency of another country in our country that's number one and the central bank has the wherewithal to be able to monitor this in schools institutions even if there are uh, institutions in nigeria that want to repatriate money back to their country legitimately it should be done with what we call cross rate with the offshore company moving the money from your naira account to whatever currency it will terminate with in your country. CBN has the capacity to do that. Mm -hmm. But because, again, there have been allegations that CBN itself has superintended over and tripping for some politicians in this country, that is why the exchange rate has not been the same. So now, mm -hmm. if our budget was predicated, predicated upon 463 dollars and now we are raising it to 631 it means that the budget has gone up. Yes. Of course. That's what it means because the budget is 21.856 trillion so if we use that indication it means the budget has shot up and happens to every state as well technically and and those states predicated their own budget on an assumption of what they were expecting from, from the God. center yes so these intricacies are what should be explained in a manner that the market woman and the roadside person will understand the effect because they will feel the brunt of course <laughs> they will feel the brunt mm. 
many people i can tell you for free will not feel this impact because of how much they have as um, cash flow that comes to them they can spend the money as much as they want but how many nigerians can afford that so prices of goods commodities are going to go up why would it i want to ask um from Lima's perspective if the CBN has devalued the NASA 630, we know, like you said, the parallel market is 760, 770, depends on where you're buying from. Mm. Would it affect the parallel market or would it come down 630 in the parallel market? What it means is that dollar should not be as available as it is for me to be looking for it, even in the parallel market. Many people that have need for dollar, do they really have need for it? If our Naira was strengthened, Yes, most yeah. most most times we wouldn't we wouldn't we, be we, most, most times a store of value for them. Yeah, yeah. But, but the question is, how can you say a store of value in another country's currency, currency in your country? So I want to save money now. I should keep it in dollars because I want to save. That is absolutely wrong, and it's within the it's, it's, it's within the purview of the central bank to be able to monitor these things. By the time you mandate and you instruct and you monitor compliance for those who render goods and services to begin to collect in Naira, the need for dollar will go down. That, How? that whoever is the bureau de change yes. that keeps it for you and I that may yes. want to come and buy, mm. will see that we are not coming because we can walk into the banks, have legitimate need for it, you understand? Yes. And from my Naira account, based on availability, and value and tvom there's what called tvom time value of money i can place demand i know of somebody that paid school fees in january from his naira account through a bank they couldn't crystallize that transaction until september wow interesting yes nine months after. yes and he was he even had an insider in the bank that fast tracked that transaction that even make need it to september i, I want to ask for, for for the for the for the exporters and importers if the naira have been devalued we know and like you said the everyday person gets the naira from the black markets the everyday the dollar. person dollar rather from the black market now that it has been devalued does it mean we have more dollars for the honest people that want to do business and would it in any way mean that the parallel market will collapse um, would, it, would it still be 760? Would it be 630? Would it be 800? Because the person that wants to get it wants to buy something from... from you know, e exactly something. what it should translate into. That is the ideal situation. So if it is 60, 61 to a dollar, even if I have legitimate need to get it outside, maybe 635 mm. or maybe 640, yes. legitimately. Yeah, but those number of persons will be fewer because everybody wants to get it ah the window of three naira four naira is plenty of money based on that. i'd rather go to the bank then also the process of you know transferring monies from naira to dollar in the financial system will be improved upon if you know um the the use of even dollar denominated cards i mean naira cannot be uh, have been stopped yes have, yes. Been, stopped. have been dropped mm. now why is that so it is because nigerians some nigerians like you and i have started to commit fraudulent transactions using their card it is not the company mastercard is not a nigerian company of course visa not. card is not a nigerian nigeria company, company just because yeah. nigerians own considerable shares in it and it is for us to promote all those things and if you if you remember at the cost of uh, redesign of Nera, the CBN introduced a, a unifying card yes. that can be used. All these are part of the monetary policy tools that the central bank needs to put in place. And until you, ma you, you bring the fiscal policy, which is on the side of the government, and, and the, the monetary, monetary policy, policy, which is side of the central bank, together, because they contract and they retract together, 
until that time we'll begin to see so if the official rate is 631 we may say black market may be 6 635 but maybe you get it faster in the black market so, and the delay mm, I'll say, mm, I don't just mind. Says, yes. so the people that will be going for the dollar may not be much because every window for you to uh, crystallize legitimate transaction either through from m or through from a or you want to get pt or bta is there and the banks have been empowered that means we will see um the supply of foreign currency from the central bank to the broad change reducing because yes. the central bank does not produce dollar no, they, yeah, don't. they don't they don't it is based on transaction either invincible or invincibles that they get so at the end of the day what is the immediate reaction there will be hardship that's the truth obviously because they cannot wake up now and just say, abigail seaman your salary has moved by 500 percent it's not possible it's not definitely because you cannot give what you do not have but values will begin to increase in terms of services and goods gradually and some banks saw this coming so in january some banks i won't mention their name increased their staff salary by 25 percent in this country yes somebody was earning 400 and something thousand it's not earning almost five something so the, the you don't expect that kind of a bank to go and increase salary you are buying you are filling your 12 tank with 12,000 now you are filling the 26,000 i even know more than that if not more mm. depending on the liter at which you are buying it so these are the things that the government should look at now this further buttresses the fact that government indeed is a continuum mm. governance is continuum and i take your memory lane president good luck jonathan took over end the tenor of Yaradua. Mm. He was vice president. Yeah, He's from the South South. Yeah. And he worked with uh, Yaradua until death called Yaradua. And immediately he won election in 2011. He set up a machinery in place for removal of subsidy. So by January 11, 2012, he was ready to pull out subsidy. But he gave us a, a, a window of palliative Shopee, taxis, yes. buses, mm. but Unfortunately, the president, president of Nigeria, President Bola Ahmed Tinubu, superintend over a protest in Ojota yes. because he was not in the driver's seat. He didn't know. Mm. Is it that he didn't know or he... He didn't know, in fairness. He didn't have a full grasp of what it was all about. It was. That's the truth, and I tell you. That's the truth. Because if he knew... What would have happened? How much was fuel then? 67, 69 naira. Oh, yes. mm. We would have now been buying fuel at 200 naira, and but subsidy would have gone. Yes. yes. Now, what is subsidy? She's the marketer. You are the consumer. I am the government. She's selling the fuel 500 naira. You say you cannot buy 500 naira. It's okay. So I, I have to have a stock into the mic. Pay, so pay, we can... pay 200. Yeah. Yes. I will add the 300. So the marketer is not necessarily getting more money now. No. It's not necessarily getting more money. But I have stopped giving that money to so the marketer. marketer. I'll say you pay the money direct, which is what you have not been paying. So 2014, President Muhammadu Bari was doing the campaign and he said subsidy is a scam. He said it in national TV that he doesn't know what they are doing. And he came and superintend over that scam for eight years as a minister of petroleum. Why couldn't he remove subsidy? Many people don't want to ask. 70% of petroleum marketers in Nigeria are from the north. Go and check it. 70% of petroleum marketers are from the north. So he didn't want to, as it were, in quote, come out food from my people's mouths. But he saw the reality that this thing was not a scam. The Minister of State for Petroleum, Timipre Silva, also looked at it. And don't forget, we are losing revenue through oil theft. Yes. Yes, Again, 
That's another, another that loophole. one is humongous. Another loophole there. And the petroleum industry bill went back and forth. It was eventually signed into law. It became NMPC limited, had a board and all that. And subsidy was supposed to be removed. You know, it was supposed to be removed in 2022. Yes. But because of the outcry. Now, the outcry for me is not saying we don't want. What palliatives are, are you putting, putting on the, the table the for Nigerians the labor, to to the TUC to see and come back to tell um, the, the Nigerians that based on this, we will feel the pain for a while, right. but as it progresses, we will begin to enjoy, enjoy it. A simple example is when the telecoms came, how much was SIM card? was 30-something thousand yes. SIM yes. card. But today, SIM card is almost free. Look at when it came and look at now. And don't forget, we are, we are trying to develop an economy that is not too oil dependent. Yes. That will also make it not to be too dependent because we would have used the money we have saved from subsidy to boost other yeah. critical sectors. sectors of the economy. Mm. Infrastructure is a major problem in this country. Critical infrastructure. How, much, how many megawatts did you drop to? How, mu how, mu how much megawatts were we producing when they took over in 2015? How many megawatts do we have? Then even the megawatts that we produce, how much do they sell and how much are they being owed? Yes. Because these distribution companies don't make profits. There's, a lot of people don't pay the NEPA bill. A lot of people are doing um, bypass. And some of the, the, the distribution companies staff aid and abet these things mm. to circumvent the system. Now, if we do not critically explain to the ordinary man, yeah. I would have expected well, it's not too late. After his first broadcast, he will do another national broadcast because it's not a walk in the park mm. to be the president and commander in chief of 224 million Nigerians. It's not. It's not. It's not a walk in the park. He has just signed up for a sleepless night walk. If he was glamorous, he now knows it isn't glamorous. So he took too much of courage to be able to do that because in the budget. No provision for subsidy from June. Yeah. So, would you have... Where do you want him to get the money? No, the no government way. is also a continuum because he's not coming to say, forget about 2023 budget, I will implement, I will, I will, I will start my own budget. No. no. It's, 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 it's continuum. So, to the extent that whether it's in the same party or not the same party, it will have happened. Happen. Mm. All the three major political party candidates said they will remove subsidy. If they come into power. They said they will remove it. So, it is not about Bola Metinubu, to, in fairness to him, Atiku said he was going to remove. Obi said he was going to remove. Uh, said was going to, maybe their strategies might have been different. What, will he going to, was he going to be removed? Yes. Is it a good idea? Yes. The timing, when will it be the, the right, right timing? timing? That's the question I usually ask. Because when, I remember... When, when is it best to take it out? When is the best? I remember very vividly, 2012 January, that they blocked the street, occupied Nigeria, is insensitive, he has denied the social contract with Nigeria. I'm sure... The most happiest person now will be good luck, Abel Jonathan. He'll be sitting and sipping his tea and like, laughing at I told you. Yes. I, told I, I, you. I, also, I also remember when mm. they had a conference where Samisi Lamido was the DNA CBN shaman. And he explained in clear terms why it should be removed. Now, remember Adams was show Mole vehemently as a labor chairman then talked about how he was no good how he was making nigeria's social system terrible and all of all of the very so at that time it looked like good enough arguments but you know in hindsight it looked like we made a mistake now going forward what can the government do how can we ensure that the effect of this fuel subsidy 
is not too hard on us. Like you said before, in 2012, so measures, measures were put in place to help us buffer against it. Right now, I don't know what measures are put Do in place. Do we have measures? I don't, maybe there are measures I don't know of. Mm. If no. there are measures, what are they? And going forward, what can we do? Is the $800 million, you know, and the answer that we need or should we? How much was the $800 million meant for? How many people was it meant for? They said it was around 30 million. 30 million. But you, are you aware that the uh, people that existed, the president and the vice president, paid themselves severance package of 63 Jum- billion? Yes, they did. Jumbo, Jumbo allowances and severance no and all of that. But the question is beyond the, the, the severance. Now, what palliatives, what are the critical things that are affected by the removal of subsidy? Mm. Transportation. Which is very key. Very key. Now, cost of, go- or cost of items. Tips. Will be increased, especially food items. Food items, mm-hmm. and don't forget, you are still implanting season when things natural, uh, usually are expensive. Yes. So, coupled with that, what is the government doing? Unfortunately, uh, the National Assembly will be reconstituted, we pro- proclaimed on the thirteenth of June. June. Yes. So, until such a time, he will transmit his list of ministers to them to be screened and whatever. But he, there are quick wins. Oh. There are. Uh, uh, um, chief executives of these agencies of government. Mm. There are permanent secretaries who are the accounting officers of these agencies of government or these ministries, departments, and other things. They should go into serious me- for 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 the central bank to come out 48 hours after that meeting. It means that there must have been a matching order. Yes. Don't forget, Emifele has still has his tenure till July 2024, except the president, commander in chief, decides to remove him. And even if he removes him, nobody can fill that place on a full capacity. It has to be acting to complete his tenure. So it shouldn't be fast to fire a Mefele because there are things the Mefele can bring on board that will help him transit. Yes, when he finishes tenure, he can put him out. If he wants to prosecute him, he can prosecute him. If there are allegations against him, that's his business. But the truth of the matter is that you do not throw him out so quickly because there are some things that he has up his sleeve that he will want to bring to bear. He also wants to support the administration to work for the remaining period he has to stay. Mm-hmm. Because he's, 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 he's uh, the account officer of the government. Yes. He's the yes. account officer of the president. And he's the banker of the government. And he's the banker to all banks. Do you know how much money the central bank borrowed commercial banks in the first quarter of this year? $11 trillion. To do what? Because of the liquidity challenge that the banks had due to the revaluation of Naira, the redesign of Naira. These are critical issues that the woman selling on the street does not understand this language we are speaking. Mm. All she understands is that this thing is 10 naira, it's now 30 naira. They say it's subsidy. Because everything revolves around cost of doing business. And because everybody, either you use your car or you transport with a car, you have to place the price, I mean the cost, on the eventual user. Mr. Emani, I wanted to ask you something which I'm sure bothers a lot of Nigerians. We see a lot of things skyrocketing, hitting the inflationary rates are just mind-blowing. But there's one thing that is still constant or less. We are going to wait to see whether there's going to be a change. But the minimum wage for an ordinary civil servant still remains at 30,000 era, which cannot even buy a bag of rice. And now we have few selling at 550 naira per liter. Some um, few stations have it at 537 naira. However, because of we don't have a constant price. And that has affected Nigerians, if, if, I, if I could put it that way. Now, what Nigerians want to know right now is, yes, all of these things are happening. For their minimum wage, would there be an increase to help ease the burden of all of these things that are still even coming because we are, we are still sure that if, if tax the GDP rate is about um, 10.86, I'm sure that in coming years or even coming months to come, it would increase. 
how would Nigerians bear these burdens? Or how can they bear these burdens? And how can the Nigerian government ease it for Nigerians? If there's any word like easing, or should they just brace themselves up for more, more, more things to hit them ahead? Beyond bracing ourselves up, especially for those who earn salaries, we don't earn salaries, you know. Mm. So, but for those who earn salaries mm. um, and bracing up yourself, government cannot do absolutely everything. Sure. You brace yourself up, and of course, government does its part to the extent of the capacity and what they have to do. Mm. So, do we need to tell government to increase minimum wage? It's as visible to the blind and audible to the deaf mm. that the 30,000 naira cannot even buy a bag of rice. Of course. Now, this is a government that came into power, of course, same party, that rice was 8.5 a bag, and they shot borders against importation of rice, but even when they shot those borders, they were still eating foreign rice in Asurok, mm -hmm. and Nigerian rice were being produced, and we eventually started buying Nigerian-made rice because foreign investors came in, they brought their monies. They have to recoup their monies in equipment and, 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 and uh, uh, plants and machineries, mm -hmm. and look at what we are buying rice at today. What, now, who even checks whether it is local or foreign? All you want to do is that it is destoned. Mm -hmm. You eat it, no stone. Now, the truth of the matter is, government needs to add a matter of urgency begin to reel out circumspectly workable palliatives through the instrumentality of working with the state governments. Thankfully, every state has governors that have been sworn in, whether they are your party members or not. The people they are governing are Nigerians. Are Nigerians and yes. they go to the same market. There's no separate market for APC or PDP or Labour. It's the same or one. It's the same market. The exchange rate does not affect only APGA or APC or PDP. It affects all of us. So, those palliatives must be real that I am sure they are not having, they are having sleepless nights as we speak because they must want to come out and tell us, yes, we know that you will brace up, but these are the immediate palliatives. But we've, we've, so, not heard it. we've not heard anything. No, let's give them time, please. Because <laughs> they too, they boldly took that step, mm. then went back to the, went back to the drawing board. Is that, is that, is that well, a medicine after death? Exactly. One, one would have expected that before making had all planned out. They have it they, okay, these are the things you are going to do to help you, you know, manage this, and then we come out to say it. If, if they were ready, it would have been in his speech. Because look at what he mentioned in his speech. He didn't say it emotionally. He mentioned the exchange rate. He yes. mentioned the subsidy is gone. Yeah. Yes. And 48 hours after that, a MFLA readjusted it. It yes. means that we have to even reevaluate the budget. Yes. Yes, of course. The way it is now. Yes. yes. Now, I have always said, I have always said, our, our, our debt problem, our problem is not necessarily a debt problem, but a revenue problem. Because we are not earning more. So the little we are earning, we are using Isn't it to fund. As at the end of June, we will be, we'll be indebted with 77 trillion. Now, if we increase our debt, um, our earning capacity to make money from other sources, from the same Nigerians, because I can tell you, the president is a chartered accountant. Yes. yes. The vice president left Zenith Bank as an executive director. So I'm going to see. We are going to see some tax administration strategy. That it was the question I was coming to. Against yes. the income that has not been increased. That is what I was coming to. Because what they are going to do is what I'm telling you. <laughs> they will increase the tax net, not necessarily increase the amount those who are paying tax are currently paying. Because a lot of people are avoiding tax. Yes. As we so speak. it is to mm. get those people to be paying and paying rightly. Not if if a maker is paying twenty naira now, a maker will still be paying twenty naira. But if it's only a maker and Abigail, now it will be a maker and Abigail and ten other persons yes. paying that money. It's more money to the coffers of the government to be able to do the infrastructure, to be able to maybe so based on that they can say, Okay, if we are doing this, can we increase salary? 
what somebody was asking me was if inflation rate goes up by 25%, shouldn't salary be increased by the rate no, of the inflation? Of course not. It doesn't, it work, doesn't that work that way. way. It just still increase inflation. It just still, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because what you want to do is to allow few money pursue so goods. Yeah. It's when you have too much money pursuing mm-hmm. goods that's right, yeah. that's inflation sure. comes. Mm. But this person doesn't understand those dynamics. I, I want to ask, um, in terms of the tax, like, like she read earlier, our tax to um, GDP ratio is 10.86%. It means that our GDP, and we, are, we are not paying enough tax. No, 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 we are not. Now, one of the problems when, when, he, when, when, he, when the president was the governor of Lagos State was that we had too many bodies taxing one person, right? You had four, four people collecting tax from one person simple example has to be the you know the transport workers where before you move from point a to point b you have paid tax to five different organizations aka some call them agbos some call them tout is it possible that in a bid to extend the tax net we begin to see multiple taxation on everyday nigerians because if we increase the tax net we also need to have data on people that are doing business which is something we obviously do not have enough here. Yeah. We need to have a, a, a system that ensures that people pay tax as they should. For example, the, um, the PAE, um, PSUN, I don't know how functional it has been in this country. Once upon a time, we thought that was the solution to our problems, but um, I know that you know, there's been a lot of mismanagement to so its pay as you earn. What can we do in terms of the taxing, and how can we ensure that we don't have multiple taxation in the country? Now, we have to have a very structured database of income earning Nigerians, either salary earners or businesses. Informal business, can we do that? Yes, you can. You can do that because those monies will be passed through my bank accounts, either as an individual or as 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 um, a corporate organization. For instance, you your, your salary being paid by JFM, you pay tax. So it is net that gets to you, right? Yes. But why do you still pay tax when you buy airtime and data? Have you not asked yourself? That is double taxation sublimally. Mm. Yes. When you buy DSTV subscription, you pay tax. But you have paid tax on your income, which has been taken by government. Mm. You have not thought of it. So, these little, little foxes that spoil divine are the things that we should look at critically. I do a job as a consultant and the law says 10% and it is deducted legitimately, but they don't remit it. Is it my business to monitor that it's being remitted? Because no. you give me an evidence that we had, a, we had a challenge with a non-governmental organization somewhere in Lagos. We did a job on the plateau, and he deducted our tax. And when he deducted it, he paid, but he paid only 5% of what he deducted. So he kept 5% he, himself. He chopped it to 5%. <laughs> so it now means that the, the, the job I did was less the value. Yeah. But yes. it has, but, but in my, 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 in my account, that huge amount was paid. So if the tax authority wants to check, they will expect that I pay tax of that amount. But I'm showing them an evidence that the tax was less by five percent. Yes. So who is at fault? Not you. Is it obviously. me? It's not you. Not but you. I will bear the brunt. Of course. Because I employed staff, had work, took them to the field, they did jobs. So tax administration is a major problem it's not enough to say we are we we we, we recover so, so so amount every nigerian wants to see what that recovery was used tangibly like, so mm-hmm. to be seen it will improve the quality of our life and that is what in 90 days 
120 days, in, in, in you, know, you know, 180 days and one year, we hope to see. But Nigerians are impatient because of the, what we have endured in the last eight years. So far. And with the hope that this is a renewed hope. Mm. That means the hope was battered. So we have to renew it based on their mantra. Yes. But again, when would have been the best time? I want to ask, this is a question that might be a little bit different from what you're talking about. You, you mentioned how Nigerians are impatient. Is it a function of Nigeria being impatient or the government not doing enough to educate and inform the people on decisions? Because one would expect that when certain decisions are being... I remember in, I think it was 2017 or 2018, when Kemi Adeyoshun was still the Minister of Finance, mm -hmm. she had come to um, the platform, the show that happens you know, twice every year, and she explained... Well, she sort of explained what our tax problem is. And I remember her saying, we have a tax problem in Nigeria. But what 80% of people heard in that auditorium was, we are, we are not paying enough tax as a Nigerian. And so I think that when we talk about problems and solving them, there needs to be a, a more pragmatic way in communicating solutions to Nigerians. If you tell a Nigerian right now that we have a tax problem, what we hear is, I want to increase your tax. Yes. Yeah. If you tell them we want to move subsidies, what we hear is I want to make life harder for you. Yeah. So how can the government in solving, in making these hard decisions, what ways can they communicate best to us in the language we will understand to ensure that we flow with them and we work with them in making sure that these plans hopefully now um, come I can to fruition. tell you for free if you go to any government institution for instance, the central bank, and you invite them to come and talk already, they will tell you they're not, they not permitted to speak. Yes, yes. a lot yes. of times. A lot of times time. they say so that. who should now communicate we, we have, we have, the policy we have, to, to we, the people? We have, um, what's the word, the Orientation Agency of Nigeria, who has, who are obviously come at us, no disrespect to them. Because, yeah, they, are, because they didn't function well in the last eight years. No, no apologies to them, they, that's the truth. So, but the question would be, yeah. if you communicate this, even to the literate that can hear us now. Can they even interpret in a language that we understand what we are saying? No, with, with how, 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 how simple we are trying to break it down. Number two, who takes it to the hinterlands in local languages? Because mm. communication, communication and effective communication is a major problem. Even in marriage, even in everything. Government policies are good on the table. But how is it communicated to the understanding of major Nigerians? And would you say you must ensure that every Nigerian must understand it before it is implemented? Definitely no, not. It's not possible. Definitely not. Do we, we, we only want a critical mass. I was telling somebody, it is not possible anymore for us to have that much cash we had in the system ever again. Because that awareness with the pain we went through, some people didn't have a choice. They started using their alternate channels. Yes. But government didn't do enough. I mean, Central Bank and committee of bankers didn't do enough in enlightening the public the unbanked the research had is has it that even to today we have 60 million unbanked adults in nigeria so adult meaning that even the banked how much do they know, know about about it so mm -hmm. this communication is a major problem national orientation agency that have offices in the 774 local governments of nigeria how many times have they gone to the local radio stations in nigeria take the government policies and, ex and, and explain, explain. And try to do we need to do we need yeah a government agency if they can write to gfm then we oblige them uh, airtime to speak because they are coming to explain to the nigerians what this policy and how it will affect them so it speaks volume also to the president commander-in-chief that when you appoint somebody to be chief executive who monitors him 
because there, there, there should be a, a, a performance contract that will check all those things. True. That if this guy is not doing this thing, please mm. excuse him and let somebody else. And I have always advocated that whoever is coming to become the chief executive of any organization or any ministry, there must be a performance contract. That must be ideally, signed. Ideally. ideally, ideally, because that's what happens to us in the bank. You sign your performance contract. If you goof, they boot you out. Is no apologies, and that's why you seem to see there is performance more in the private sector than, the public, than in the public sector. sector. Civil service is only a legal means to share patrimony. That's just it in Nigeria. Only four percent of Nigerians in civil service are earning their salary. Ninety-six percent are drawing it, mm. and that is the engine room of governance. That's so that's if 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 government is a continuum, mm. it therefore means that whether it is your party that was the last administration or not, there must be some things that you lash on to continue from. Governor, new governors now are now sacking board chairman, chief executive, this thing, local governments. I'm like, chairman. okay, so quick. Is that how this thing works? I don't it's, get it's, it. It's more, it's more like personal vendettas. That is mm. the way it is. But again, the citizens of the state that voted, majority of them are not card-carry members of any party. No, they are. They are not. They just have a fini. Okay, I like this person. I like this one. I like his uh, mantra. Let me run after it. Then I, I vote. But again, a platform, for instance, is on strike because salaries have not been paid for so so number of months. Mm. How would I have expected that before you sack the a board com- chairman and parastatus, you should meet with the labor and TUC first and get these guys back to work. But of course, he met with permanent secretaries yesterday. These are the real issues that is governance because governance is not about political party. I want to, I want my people to be there. And that is the work that the president, commander-in-chief and his team are saddled with right now because they want to manage this bad publicity already mm. that the first subsidy. But we knew it long coming. But the question is who would have removed it? President Muhammad Bari didn't have the courage to remove it. So who will remove it now? Well, yes. Maybe Tinubu will uh, forge ahead. President Bola Tinubu obviously has taken the bull by the horn. To, to do the needful, uh, or, or permit me to say to do the dirty job. <laughs> <laughs> permit me to put that in code. But yes, we've spoken about the ripple effect and how it has affected Nigerians. But if there's one thing I want us to talk about, we've not spoken about the benefits of the removal of subsidy. What what are the benefits for us? What are the what are the benefits for the country, the country's economy, and for Nigerians? Before we open the phone lines for our listeners to be a part of the show. Number one, because government was subsidizing petroleum for its citizens, mm. that money has been taken back to government. The citizens are paying directly now. It is expected mm. that government will sit down. Mm. If we are taking this back much for subsidy, who are we giving it to? Which is a fundamental question. How are we going to manage such funds? How are we going to manage such funds? Because some people are benefiting from subsidy. Some big Nigerians that are oil marketers. We are definitely benefiting. The ones benefiting. Mm. Now, what is going to happen is if we are paying this much, where and where critically can we channel this money into that the Nigerians we feel that though fuel is expensive now, this is working. This is working. This is working. Mm. That is working. This is working. That is working. Security roads, if the roads are good, and all of that. if the roads are good, uh, apart from here to forest as it is from Akwanga to to Abuja, mm. when I go and come back, I don't need to go and check my trucks because the road is because back. so the times I visit the mechanic should reduce. Even though I've spent more money to fuel my car, I will be relieved by the fact that I have. I, I'm spending less on maintenance. Mm. The the people that are moving goods from the hinterlands to to the market, how good are their roads? Because when the road is not good, they will mm. they will top it up. Yes. Maintenance of vehicle, 
parts and all those things those are the key issues so government should come out and tell us or oh, are you withdrawing this money are you increasing buses mass transit buses for staff because yes. if you go to abuja most ministries department agencies have staff buses yes. yes for their staff but how many of such do we have it, it, it should be a situation whereby they can they park their cars and still be coming to work it, and, it, and bus is reliable enough it's a solution, a solution i thought of um you know while we were speaking in regards to transportation when um became the governor of Lagos State. He brought about the you know, BRT. BRT. Uh, we also saw something like that one time in Edo State. Yeah. Is that a good enough solution to the problem? Or is, is it just too small, you know, a drop in an ocean of problems that we are dealing with? There's nothing you do for Nigerians that will tell you it's not enough. If you increase their minimum wage now to 100,000, they'll tell you it's still not enough. It is, <laughs> that's the truth. That's the truth. Mm. That's the truth because, because the truth of the matter is uh, until it is sustained for a long period of time. I tell you, if this, the Secretariat is at this point, how many civil servants come from Just South, um, Barkinladi, uh, Faringada, uh, Bachi Road? Imagine if we have a 60 seater bus covering at least five of those routes mm. for a plateau state. That would be massive. That would be massive. But it is somebody that will sit down inside that bus and say, so it's only this thing they are doing. Mm. But the government is seeing the global picture of doing that. Uh, Insatiable needs. So mm. those are the critical areas that we need to look at. And it builds up to eventual, uh, eventually to be something reasonable. Now, power is a problem. Most industries need power. Now, how much is diesel? They, some, some also use diesel and generate and, and fuel depending on the size of the generator they use that has to go up because they need to do all that now government is not unmindful and that's why we said if he doesn't take it out subsidy when will he take it and who should take it because we saw this thing long come in 2012 january and i'm sure i'm sure they would have gone behind the scene to have some private discussion with president good luck ability jonathan yes. because he saw this thing 11 years ago he saw it. And, and imagine I'm sure if he, he thought happened. he was a prophet of doom. Yes. And imagine if we had done that subsidy removal in 2012. We wouldn't be feeling we it. We wouldn't be feeling it now. As it, as if I was telling somebody the that the person said, eh, I'm supporting it because I'm working in the bank. I have money. <laughs> I left banking seven years ago. And I'm still supporting subsidy. All right, because of our time, we'll open the phone lines right now for our callers to be a part of the show. And you can also be a part of it on our social media platform, www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Jaws and off Twitter at JFM Jaws. The numbers to call 090 5566 Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? My name is Chukudi, calling from Malaria. All right, Chukudi, go ahead. 30 seconds, please. Yes, um, the question is, um, when is the first subsidy supposed to be removed? I think that's the last question in your surface I was listening to you. Okay. The first subsidy should be removed immediately after ASU strike has been settled. The subsidy should be removed after Nigerian government has fixed the refinery. I'm supporting the removal of the first subsidy because, yes, some few Nigerians are benefiting seriously from it, but then, Remove it when infrastructures have been put in place like you guys have discussed. Mm. You don't just wake up at the at the at the at the beginning of your inaugural speech and again the first thing I tell you Nigerians is to go back into that sense of thing they thought they are coming out from. Mm. That is not the attitude of a good leader. If you ask me, some multiple of analysts have come to say, Yes, it is true that they're going to remove the subsidy. Nigerians are actually waiting for that to happen. Mm. But again, look at it. Even the NNPC has even come to give us a new pledge. Whereas the Buhari's government say it is going to be by the end of June. 
So Nigerians are taking on our West. Why is it that the Nigerians are not taking our own West in on the positive results? They're going to take Nigerian people uh, positively. Why is it that taking off the uh, 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 subsidy is the first thing we are going to express under this government? If the Nigerians, if the Nigerians are actually suffering, and then the little quantity of people that are actually injured from this particular subsidy, they remove it, but they give us ample time to be able to prepare for it. Mm. We make this available first of all. It is not first of all. Seeing that you are coming out of suffering, uh, suffering upon suffering, cashless policy suffering, uh, uh, increase of fraud, continuous increase of fraud. So let me tell you something. Yeah. Even if you remove this subsidy today, people, the cabals, these Nigerians, these freaking leaders, they will still go and increase it tomorrow, even after spending, making Nigeria to pay over 700 naira for this subsidy. Go, yeah. and, go and write today's date and mark my words that this oil will still go up to 1,000 naira and Nigeria to still buy this word. I, I think that the Nigerian government, the Nigerian leaders are pushing this, this message to the world. All I think right. the Nigerian leader, uh, masses that have been breaking this warning for them, the day they will turn back against these leaders. To be very, very catastrophic. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your contribution. Hello, good morning. All right, do well to call back 090-55-666-699-081-218-77777. Well, if you're asking what time, as they said, we hit the ground running, so we're running. Hello, good morning. All right, do well to call back www.also www.facebook.com for slash JFM Joss and off Twitter at JFM Joss. The numbers to call 090 55 or 081-218-7777. Hello, good morning. All right, please do well to call us back. The numbers again, I'll take it gently 090 55 Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. It's Radio Mama. I do not call in from here. I've listened to you people there, and the thing that amused me is they said they communicate to Nigerians, don't you FM, take uh, you know, you free your time and talk to us. There's nothing you talk to us that will work. What will work is one, fiscal federalism, otherwise known as restructuring. Mm. Now, refineries, and not just relying on Dango, they refineries. Let the refineries before us and start working. Create an enabling environment for investors to come and invest and for youth to be able to survive. Nigerian youth are not lazy. They are resilient. That is what we need. Sharing money, sharing money to selected households will not solve this issue. And then when you lay so much emphasis on uh, civil servants, civil servants will pay for it because not, not, how many people are, are civil servants? How many people? So that is uh, whatever, even if you increase the salary or whatever, they will pay for it because they, 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 the whole thing will be passed on to consumers and civil servants are part of it. So if, even the buses uh, the NLC is uh, advocating for, they can have buses for uh, civil servants and also have buses for the masses, which will be, they will have to pay a, a token, you know, to be entering those buses. That's the But if you say the bus is only for civil servants, you are not even the health matters. Then sincerity of purpose. This is a man who, during the inaugural speech, was talking about uh, uh, being a leader, not a ruler, that you consult and consult. And in the same breath, the same speech he was making, he contradicted himself. He did not consult uh, the stakeholders before uh, um, removing the subsidy. And when he said it that day, we thought it was missing words. He knew what he was saying. What he said is gone. It's gone. Okay, because it's a conspiracy. I said it yesterday on the first program. At the point, I didn't even remember it was morning. I, I mean, evening. I started drinking good morning. You know? Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's a conspiracy. Let me tell you something. It's a conspiracy because he knew what has happened is what is the way they planned it. Because they think we are very docile. But they should not push us to the wall. Thank you so much, Radio Mama, for your contribution. Hello, good morning. 
Uh, good morning, Emeka and DJ. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, these are you, sir. Yes, we can hear you loud and clear. Uh, what I have to say this morning is that Asuaju Bola Sinobu Ahmed has decided to influence tens to Nigerians. I, uh, he said that you continue where Buhari stopped. And that's what we are experiencing. Let us tell us say the truth. Well, sorry, Junisad, I wanted, I want to cut you short quickly. I just want to ask you a question. If um, Jonathan, if Jonathan had had removed it in 2011, and if um, Buhari had removed it in um, 2015 or 2019, would you have said the same thing that you are saying now? Uh, what I have to say this morning, I begin. Yes. The question is that mm. when school of Jonathan was removed this subsidy, this one was not in the book. And protest massively about the move of this subsidy. That's the truth of the let us tell us the truth. They protested for Jonathan many men at the end of the day. Jonathan did not remove it. Why now? Let me tell you again. What they started by fooling Nigerians to vote them into power in 2015 is what started again. Wari said that the first subsidy will be removed by June. But why now? Is it, are, are we at the end of the June? As they said. Well, the, he didn't give it. He just said June, so... I thought, so uh, when, when did he remove it? The, the, the day that he gave us a... a, a, a can I call it the... the mm. By removing... Uh, that they already removed... <laughs> my brother, sister. Very, very unfortunate. All right, Jusa, because of our time, we, 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 we really have to go. Jusa, can, can you hear me? I'm hearing you. And because of our time, we definitely have to go. But I want to thank you so much for your, your contribution. We'll take um, comments off our social media page this morning. On Facebook, Boy Keys Nimland says, Well, the fuel subsidy removal was necessary, but it was rushed. You need to set certain systems in place, like subside the transport sector of foods and also create jobs of alternative means of transportation. The policy is taking me to abject poverty. This is not supposed to be funny, but... Mm. <laughs> well, I can't imagine what people are going through. Ayodele Agbabiaka says, why is the government finding it hard to give palliatives to ease the suffering? The people that voted you continue to suffer for nothing. God no go shame us. King Cruz Hypeman says, subsidy has its own problems, but it came as a result of government failure and it is best handled with haste to make refineries while managing subsidy to avoid completely ruining the economy for a country that is the poverty capital of the world. Do you know the ripple effect? You are just seeing the end without understanding the journey because it can break us, break our economy, our commerce, our outputs, our foreign exchange, he says. Joseph G. Idu says, stabilize the economy by increasing the purchasing power of ordinary Nigerians because this is clearly a social strata problem. The ruling class can afford it even if it is 1,000 hour per letter. What about the common man? This policy is setting people into abject poverty. Good morning. Good morning to you, Joseph. Jang, Do Jang Dogui John says, the APC government, what they know best is to do something good at the wrong time. Votes or no votes. Um, Tinubu is all affecting Nigerians negatively, okay? Fair Cook of Factors Gowon says, Tinubu should reconsider this before taking final action. We have not recovered from the hardship of Buhari. Boom! Here's another one. How about Tinubu? Ephraim Chogi says, 
I think the federal government's decision has some personal interest because if they have Nigerians at heart, they will consider the repercussions of their actions before putting it in place. It should have been a gradual process and actions. What a funny country, he says. Guang John Yango says, open borders, build refineries, increase minimum wage, provide buses to ease transportation. The removal will be gradual. When all this is put in place, only then subsidy can be removed. We have hit the ground running. Now we will be running to where we don't know in Nigeria work. Sunday Moses Evi Evi says, please, Platypus should not be carried away from the main issues bedeviling us. The enemies can take advantage of your scarcity to attack communities on the plateau. Anyaka Emmanuel Agbadi says, God, I did not vote APC. For those who voted APC, how market, he says, and this is a very funny one. He says, I pray China. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that comment. Yeah, and I said, I pray it. China by this country because nothing is working. Mm. Um, Uni Johanna says, the removal of your subsidy is not a problem. How much is a dollar now? It is not only the poor, is he only the poor that are suffering? Albert Akaya Dagzer says, as harsh and hard as the role of subsidy is, it is the right move in the right direction. Only if the proceeds will be expended on subsidy, will be used properly to develop basic social amenities that could make the lives of Nigerians better. Well, those comments are quite... Um it actually speaks the hearts of Nigerians or how they actually feel about the issue. But before we leave the studio, Mr. Emmanuel, any final words for Nigerians to give them, as we always try to say on this show, give support to the hearts of Nigerians? Okay, let me just um, react to one of the comments one of the callers said. Mm. During the regime of President Goodluck, Jonathan, the refineries were not working. They actually were not working. So, during the regime of um, Buari, he promised the refineries would work. It didn't work. Instead, we spent billions and trillions in turnaround maintenance. Now, do you think after giving license to Dangote to build a refinery, are we really, really interested in revamping our own refineries? We've seen one and we're just going to fold our arms and, you know, That's relax. the point. That's the point. So, when we talk of fiscal federalism, the question is, is, is at, at, at every level, are we showing that we are ready to do fiscal federalism? We're not ready. The thing, one of the things that President Gulag Billy Jonathan did, I would have ushered us into fiscal for example, the 2014 National Conference. Mm -hmm. That would have ushered us in. The report is still being looked up, looked up, looked, looked at by some people. Rather that is gathering dust. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So he, he set the template. He knew he would not stay forever. So he tried to, so he he tried tried to, to do something. And he was hoping that it would be continued. Because government is a continuum. Somebody else will come and continue from where I stopped. But and that's, unfortunately, and that's why I said he's one of the persons that will be smiling today. I told because you so. I told you so. Yes, I told you so. Um, just for the our listeners, um, CBN has confirmed that the Naira has not been devalued. Unfortunately, um, for the misinformation that we got, CBM has confirmed some 18 minutes ago that the CBN did not devalue the Naira. So please, CBN has not devalued the Naira. The Naira is still 450 in the, at the official rate. Yeah, we, thank, okay. we, we thank the Lord. Uh, we definitely have to go and wrap up on that. Stockholm, 10 o'clock news around you and around the world. We'll be here for you right here on your darling super favorite radio station, J101.9 FM. Have a lovely morning. Greg, you want to buy cough medicine? Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.